This is Inside Today's Country with Tim Black. On this edition of Inside Today's Country, John Abrams of the Abrams joins us. Their new single is called Good Old Days, and we'll find out the story behind that song. Plus, they've got some historical buses we're going to talk about. And speaking of history, they play a festival that is very biblical. All that and more coming up. Well, here we are with the uh, very first edition of Inside Today's Country and uh, so happy to uh, welcome John Abrams uh, from Ontario on the phone with us, uh, the other half of the Abrams. Welcome to the uh, very first podcast. Hey, Tim, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. This is, uh, you know, I'm super excited to be talking uh, to you. We were just uh, chatting before we got going here that uh, you guys are getting ready for uh, winter, I guess. Uh, you're talking about uh, chopping wood. That's right. It's been a full weekend of chopping wood. We had uh, seven full cords, 16-foot logs dropped off at our house here about a week ago. And so my dad and my grandfather and I and a friend of ours, Scott Mose, got together and we cut all those logs up. Alex and I, my wife Alex and I, we have a, a wood-fired boiler that uh, fires up this uh, hot water baseboard heat in our house that we just moved into in July. James and I sold our place in downtown Kingston yeah. and we uh, and we bought bought respective homes and, and uh, so it's a it's a whole new sort of era for Alex and I. I'm up early in the morning stoking the the, the wood fire out, out back with the gloves on and the, wow. and the, and the, and the fresh frost and I, I love it it's a, it's great you know this is uh this is where James and I grew up Alex and I are not too far down the road from where uh, my grandparents live in Sydney Ontario okay. and um, J- James and I grew up playing a lot of music in their living room with our dad and, and our mom would be there in support and and, uh, and the whole family so we're actually about six minutes down the road now Alex and I from Sort of that, I guess you could call it the hallowed ground where James and I spent our summers, um, you know, between festivals. Yeah. Of course, we were playing lots of festivals, but, you know, our summers just jamming and, and working outside and, and being in the country. Isn't that wild? It must be an amazing smell that you have uh, with with the wood burning and stuff like that. I mean, that just must be a homey smell. Well, I smell like fire all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but there's, there's, Constantly. But I mean, there's, there's got to be nothing wrong with that. I mean, you think about it, you know, going to a log cabin, right, was always, uh, people always enjoyed doing that, right? So it's... Uh, exactly. And now you've well, got that something smell so, all the time. There's something so inspirational about it, I find. You know, there was a lot of records James and I recorded on Wolf Island years ago um, in in um, a cabin where Chris Brown uh, lives. It's a, it's a house, but it's a, you know, a shingle cabin and... And uh, we would have to stoke the fire every day, the, the the fireplace. And there was something so sort of methodical about about sitting down and 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 bringing something to life like that that really helped inspire uh, new songwriting. And and I've always tried to keep that in mind whenever James and I are on the road. We try and look for ways to inspire new mm-hmm. songs. A lot of it comes from meeting and greeting with people, but sometimes it comes from the simplest little activities you might do on the road. You know, if James and I are broken down on the side of the road with in our bus, mm-hmm. and we're working away on on trying to troubleshoot you know with the engine yeah. you know there's there's little moments like that that just kind of spring up and they end up in songs and and i think that's the way as a songwriter you know you just need to kind of keep your attitude open and and, and looking for the next next idea that's around the corner 
It's a really good way of looking at it. I mean, you think about the amount of things that you could uh, come up with songs by, you know, breaking down by the side of the road. You know, does our jack work? Or yeah. Is <laughs> a spark plug <laughs> well, that's out? Just it. That's it. And in our, in our, it's funny, in our new music video for Good Old Days, the new single, yeah. we have a like a, a just a few seconds there of a bus breakdown scene. And when the edit came out, James and I looked at it and we just laughed because it, it's so accurate. It's such an accurate depiction of exactly what it's like when James and I have broken down the side of the bus, come, you know, right down to the smoke and steam coming out the back. And, yeah. and, uh, and so I think it was a great moment captured and, and we tried to do that various uh, sort of moments in this video. Do you ever play little games when you're on the road with each other? Like, you know, I mean, you think about siblings have always had, uh, you know, fun games as kids, but now that you're, you know, both older now, and do you still have those fun little moments where you just kind of like slap hands or, you know, do some strange little games like a card game or anything like that? Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. We have such a great um, team of guys that uh, come out on the road with us in our band and, and we all get along really well. So there's lots going on in the tour bus, um, you know, between uh, the guys playing NHL and and uh, and different video games in the back lounge to you know us having you know impromptu jam sessions and uh, James and I even just sitting up at the front and some of the, my favorite memories are one of us driving because we both drive our tour bus uh, one of us driving and uh, one of us just sitting up in the steps just talking and mm -hmm. and uh, and just sharing memories and moments together as as brothers there's nothing like that. Um, you know, it just that's what keeps us going down the road. It's the it's the thing that that allows us to be able to just drive these long hours, just keeping each other company. Because we're we you know we're brothers, but we're also really good friends, James and I. It's a very it's a very encouraging thing. That's awesome. Do you ever uh, have that bizarre feeling when all of a sudden you realize that you know you're doing this as a career? You're the Abrams. You guys are performing and you're driving your own bus. What's what's the feeling? Sometimes do you get that feeling now and then? You're just like, I can't believe we're doing this. Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things that every year that we perform for for new people and we we grow our fan base and have you know new songs in the radio, we just keep sort of pinching ourselves and you know it's the kind of business where you're often thinking forward. You're always thinking, okay, what's the next thing? What's the next thing we got to do to push the career ahead and and to kind of you know get this next song out there. Um, but we've been really trying our best um, to to you know, think about, uh, the moment that we're in James and I, mm -hmm. uh, and, and think about where, how far we've come. I mean, it's been 18 years on the road together. Wow. Um, and there are a lot of, you know, pinch ourselves moments, um, uh, when we just, when we, we can't even believe that we're, this is what we get to do every day. And, um, that the, the song good old days is a great you know, example of that. It's a very autobiographical song. Um, that we've we've you know put out here as our second single and mm -hmm. and the reason we wanted to get it out there was because um, while the song is written from a perspective of of um, you know uh, a couple that are trying to just enjoy the moment um, and they're saying look these someday these are going to be the good old days so let's right. let's remember them while we're in them um, you know James and I there's so many lines in that song that are completely things that James and I have said to one another on the road so it's a very very close to heart song. And uh, it's exactly like you're saying, these moments on the tour bus, these moments on tour uh, with us as brothers, uh, all wrapped up in one. What is one of your, you, you alluded to a pinch me moment there. What's one of the ones for you that really stands out? Well, it, it, it would be hard to ignore the Grand Ole Opry performance when we were only 12 and 15 years old. I mean, yeah. um, you know, that was 
a few years into our career. Um, so it's funny. I, I look back and realize, you know, we thought we were so far into our career then. <laughs> um, but, you know, James and I being backstage at the Opry with Brad Paisley and Mike Snyder, who we were performing with, and John Connolly and Winona, and, you know, being in that in that space and, and being part of that that crew for the night was just was nothing like that so that was that was a moment for us um i think i think continuing to we continue to go back and perform at a really really cool festival right on the sea of galilee in israel it's a very special place for us we we really this festival over I there i didn't know that yeah tell me a, li- tell a, me a little bit place. about that that's amazing well that's that's a pinch me moment for okay. us every time we go back we always forget how breathtaking the place is um you know i think uh you know, you go home with an idea of, of how special it was, and then you go back and you're just reminded, right? And so so we actually play right on the Sea of Galilee at a festival called Jacob's Ladder Festival. Okay. Um, and it's uh, it's about 30 feet from the water. It's right around the corner from Tiberias, Israel. Um, it's right next to the hill uh, where the story of the, you know, uh, breaking bread and fish with mm-hmm. Jesus on the hill. And mm-hmm. and so you've got this, you've got this incredible history uh, and culture in the area. And what's neat about this festival is that you have so many different cultures and, and, and faiths and people coming from different parts of the world who have come back to Israel and they and they uh, they live in this area now. And it's it's a huge festival right on the sea. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just a great example of how music bridges so many gaps. I think that that's the, the incredible thing about, you know, we've talked about this language that we play, this right. language, universal language of music that it re- uh, we've never seen it more universally binding than right there. Uh, so that's that's definitely a moment where whenever we stand on stage and we see everybody singing these old country songs, um, you know, from North America, they're singing these old-time country songs that uh, they know every word, mm-hmm. uh, and they might not even a lot of people in the crowd might not even speak very good English. It's just such a such a binding such a such brings a everybody. Sort of, doesn't matter where you are. Bring music brings you together, right? Brings everybody together. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. That, Perfect. That, that yeah, must exactly. just be an amazing feeling, uh, playing that. That, that when you're talking about it, it, just gave me goosebumps. So that that would be very cool to do. Well, it, I mean, this the last time that we performed two years ago. Uh, it's funny, right at the time that we play, which is end of May, early June, they don't ever get rain at that time, right there. Now yeah. it's not desert. It's it's very you know uh, rolling you know green hills of olive trees and banana trees but at that time of year they never get rain they never get storms and uh we performed a set where in the set we had our drummer uh got up and he uh asked his girlfriend to marry him uh, on stage and then we played you know a rendition of devil went down to georgia at the very end and Mm. and as uh, as these two things happened this huge rainstorm came in and basically blew the festival away, away at the end and of course our drummer's sitting there thinking is this a bad omen? Like, <laughs> did I did I just make some sort of mistake? Oh, and we whoops. and we got off stage, and all of the people in the crowd were saying, "If you get rain at this time of year, it's considered a blessing on whatever you're oh, doing." Wow. So us performing and him getting engaged, it was like a blessing was sent, you know, sort of to say you're doing the right thing. So that's, that's cool. I think if that's not a pinch me moment, yeah, I don't, no I doubt. Don't know. <laughs> that, that, that is very cool. Good old days is the new single that is out right now. You know, what's going forward with you guys now? Well, I think it's, James and I are at this moment in our career where we've got so much history behind us. We've got so much to look back on and to cherish and, and to appreciate, but we're still in our twenties. And so we're, we've got a, a lot ahead of us. We're, you know, we're really excited about the future. And, mm-hmm. and so it's just, it's this sort of, weird spot you get into when you've been doing it since you're a kid 
um, where you've kind of got this, uh, you know, uh, veteran of the road thing going on, but also this youthful unrest. So, so we we really write songs, especially with this record. We were writing songs from that perspective of we're kind of in this middle moment where, like, we just want to take like snapshots of exactly how we're feeling right now. And and these songs really are that. There's a lot of themes in this record about appreciating what you have you know enjoying the things in life that really matter um you know appreciating the moments while they're here because they'll be gone that this record's very reflected it's it's very nostalgic but it's also very high energy like our live show which is we built up over the years it's a very high energy live show and and so it's it's sort of this great mix on the record you guys have been as i say been doing this for for quite a while who do you still look to as mentors and if you were to give advice as a mentor what would you say oh well starting with the advice i'd say you know what was passed to us you know it's sort of a synthesis of what james and i have learned from from our mentors and the people we've watched over the years so that especially when we talk to kids starting up playing music there's two things that you should do especially with parents with their kids um is to to Get out there and uh, perform for people mm-hmm. and perform with people. So, um, you know, if you're learning an instrument or you're, or you're playing music, starting out playing music, um, there's nothing worse than just sitting in a room by yourself and nobody getting to hear you. So you're isolated and you never have the incentive to sort of improve if you're just sitting in a room alone and never sharing it. And that's the thing that James and I are so thankful for is that we have the opportunity to, to actually share our music. So performing with people, even if it's jamming in your, you know, with your family or with your friends around a campfire, and then performing for people, even if it's yeah, a small group around the campfire in the living room, gives you the incentive to, to excel. And, that, and that's really what was passed down to us from mentors like Jim and Jesse McReynolds, stars of the Grand Ole Opry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse was a, was a a great is a great friend of ours and and uh, was a mentor of ours. We bought their 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 old bus that you know Johnny Cash and Bill Monroe and all the greats used to hang out on. And, oh my and god, that, that must just be an amazing. I mean, okay, so now we've talked about a a, a huge <laughs> festival, and now you're driving. You know, you're in a bus that, that the legends have been in. Well, that's we've got. Be a, it's funny. That's got to be a pinch. We've got too. We've got two of these. We've got two of these old buses. That the one that we tour in right now is actually owned by Sawyer Brown, and so there's a lot of legends from the oh, '70s, wow. '80s, and '90s that hung out on that bus and wrote songs. Yeah. But our older bus, which my my parents use, is sort of a, an RV. It's my mother's quilting bus, is what she <laughs> likes to call it. Um, uh, that was the one that we started out in. That was Jesse McReynolds' bus, and and um, and you know, uh, you know the the greats, you know stars of the Grand Ole Opry from the from the golden years of, of the boom of country music back in the mid-century they would all hang out on this bus and, and sing songs and you know those songs never leave buses like that right they no. just stay rippled in the walls so it's kind of these two buses are, are, are like that for us but you know the, uh, the we really keep close to heart uh, the things that Jesse told us and then another another um, sort of special uh, two moments for us were around the same time uh, Arlo Guthrie, uh, who was a big influence on our our career at one point, uh, particularly when we were starting to write songs, was very kind and gracious to us. Wrote the liner notes for one of our records, and and really helped us feel like you know we could be songwriters. And then right after that, it was um, uh, Coldplay actually, who mm-hmm. um, who you know they we had done a version of their song Viva La Vida, and, and we had it on CMT in uh, in Nashville and uh, and up here in Canada as well. 
and um, you know we were trying to figure out a way to be able to put this video out worried about having to pay for a sync license because those things can be huge especially with a song as number one as that one right and uh, and we got word back from the band when they were in Australia saying that they really loved our our, our group and they really loved uh, our version of the song and that we could just go ahead and make the song for free and and uh, and so it's moments like that along the road where people have said hey boys you're you're doing it keep yeah. it keep up keep it up that that really that those senses of of encouragement those moments of encouragement really um you know they keep us going every day and it's we get that from our fans every day every every time we perform you know that's the one great thing about country music is the fans uh, are truly you know the big part of this whole music uh, genre i mean you know it is one of the uh, probably one of the best things about being in country uh is the fact that your fans are so loyal that's absolutely true there, there's you know the ni- nice thing about country music fans is that they go to shows um I find they go to these festivals for something greater than themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not just there to serve themselves; they're there to serve this idea, this lifestyle, this this identity um, about being a part of. You know, uh, I mean, what started as being a part of a rural sensibility has become, uh, you know, being a part of of, of tradition, being a he- part of heritage, but also being a part of um, enjoying the things that matter in life. You know, that's why there's so many songs about, you know getting outside and, 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 and being out in the fields and, and, you know, getting in a truck with, with the person you love. And that, I mean, it's because we all serve as country fans because James and I are huge country fans as well as performers. We all serve this idea that's bigger than ourselves that, you know, these communities we live in, um, are, are important and that we need to, to tend to them. We need to be together. We need to, to spend time together and we need to appreciate what we've got. And I, that's what I love about country music is the storytelling ability uh, to, to understand the things in, in life that really matter and the things that are, are eternal that last, that last forever. You know, they aren't, aren't the, you know, the flash in the pan mm-hmm. country music is, is the kind of music that's been around forever and it will be around forever and it's talking about things that are going to be around forever. Man, you just summed that up really, really well. I couldn't have said it better. That is uh, that is fantastic. Uh, you can check out the brand new single from the Abrams. It's called Good Old Days. It's out now. And if people want to find you on social media, connect with you guys, how do they do that? Yeah, I mean, so the Abrams Music on Instagram, we're on uh, theabramsmusic.com. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, so we do it that all ourselves, James and I, and you can you can get a good little window on our lives there, and and uh, stay in touch because if if you send us, particularly in Instagram, if you send us personal messages, we really try and get back to you personally and and, and have chats individually with our fans. It's one of the things we really prioritize. John, thank you very much for being the very first guest on Inside Today's Country, the podcast. We look forward to seeing and hearing more from the Abrams, and uh, we hope to get you guys back one day. This was awesome, Tim. Thanks for using me as the guinea pig. I love it. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to Inside Today's Country with Tim Black. Don't forget to like and subscribe. This has been a TimBlackOnAir.com production.